It's your boy B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody referred you to me, give them a, a high five or whatever. If I mean, if you're in the vicinity, if you at your house chilling, watching Netflix or whatever it is that you're doing on uh, this evening, whenever you're listening to this or morning or whatever the case may be. Um, it is what it is. Um, this show says it all in the title. Random Ramblings with Rob. Um, I think about a year ago, I shortened it down to the 3R show. And um, since then, it went from being one podcast to now being spread out through three and maybe a half if you count the lemur app which you all should be uh using on android and ios but um within the three years almost in january that i've been doing podcasting i've been branched off into three different shows um with you know their own thing their own premise you know this is what it pretty much is a random selection of guests that I have in here from um, different walks of life, backgrounds, professions, and whatnot. And the way I come across this guest that I have with me today is being that the 3R show is branching out into its own different entities, it's uh, going in separate ways in um, different genres of podcasting. Um, I put out a tweet and I used the hashtag three R brand and me usually when I use a hashtag I usually you know search on it after I use it or before I use it because I want it to be unique to what I'm doing and everything so I use this particular hashtag three R brand because I mean it pretty much is and lo and behold I come across a clothing line called three R brand and so I delve into it or whatever. I'm looking at all the um, photographs and everything, you know, getting to know the designers, the people wearing the merch and whatnot. And then um, all of a sudden I didn't find anything else. So I tried to track it down to the source. You know, somebody had to make this stuff because, I mean, I was just seeing random pictures of different people wearing gear and everything. But I didn't know where it all started. So looking through, looking through, diving down a rabbit hole of Instagram and everything. I find the name and um, I found him, found his email, asked him to be on the show. And the same thing that I just told you how, <laughs> how I got here is the same thing I got. To, I, I showed to him and um, now we're here and we're going to talk proper like. So my guess this episode is Zachary of Zachzilla Designs. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, I mean, you intrigued me. I mean, I, I seen 
you had a brand that was uh, specific to you, you know, trying to, you know, make your own thing. And that's kind of what we all do here. If you brother, you're podcasting, doing graphic design, uh, you know, different things that you have a interest in. You always try to give it your own unique spin. And, um, you know, we all have a unique way of looking at things and marketing things and branding things. And um, that's what I came across when I found the 3R brand. Uh, mm-hmm. My question to you was because, you know, as I said in the intro, I found this clothing line, this brand. I seen a little bit of like a launch party and everything through pictures and everything. And then mm-hmm. I just seen it kind of trail off and I didn't get anything else after a certain point. I mean, what was going on? Well, so <clears throat> the, w- the way it started if I can start from there. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, so, please. <clears throat> um, 3R stands for, I, for me, it stood for real, recognized real, mm. which um, was always something, it was something that uh, I would say to my friends, like, when we were in college or whatever, like, we were tight, like, my, my closest friend, we were always, you know, in conversations with real, recognized real, or if we say something, you know, to you know, the effect of, you know, empowering each other yeah. and, you know, it was, so it meant something to me. And, um, like it, it, I originally, because of my friend that I dealt with, like my friend that, uh, um, that I came up with the idea with was we both listened to, uh, if you want to go all the way back, yeah, it was, we listened to Joe Button, yeah. Joe Button's first, uh, his very first album, his self-titled album. And I think it's on, um, the song 10 minutes and he said uh real recognize real r r r and that just always stuck with me and you know i do i just since then it's, it's been implanted in my head and i would just hold it as a you know a motto type and um so one of my friends he um he decided to you know back me on graphics or you know a brand like i had thought about a brand before but i never really wanted to go too far into it. I didn't know how to start a business, mm-hmm. but he already started and he helped me out. And, um, so from there, uh, I came up with t-shirt designs, but I had no brand name or anything like that. I didn't even know what the, my logo and things were. So, uh, I went through maybe like a week just right now. I wrote out maybe 50 names and that's the, and I had mentioned it to him at first. And he was like, uh, that is kind of different. He's like, try something else. But everything else, I just felt like was trying to be like a cool name, but it didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And, um, and I just, I just stuck with my guns and I was like, no, this is it. This is, this is what I'm going with. And, um, so I want to say I started it maybe in like 2013. Um, and, uh, so from then, like, uh, yeah, I was, I work for a clothing brand, so I, you know, have some bit of insight with that. And I was already, and I went to school for graphic design. So with that and me being into fashion and sneakers and all those type of things, I try to combine all those into one world. And um, so going w- with that and all, all the releases and things I would just doing, it was my chance of being free and doing things. And um, basically... Um, you know, I just kept going, but 
everything was everything was mine. So yeah, I designed, I sold, I shipped. I would pull up to people and you know drop off if I needed to. I was doing events like, but and I would have like you know somebody might help me, and sometimes I would just be there by myself. Yeah, which it it begins to be a lot on you, and you know a lot of money just gets invested, some money gets lost, and I had a friend um, like another well another friend of mine, um, it was uh, yeah th- two of them they both helped me like in many, in many ways and. Um, one did photography for me. He did all my photo shoots, like uh, my product shots. And if I had a new shirt, I'd contact him. Like, hey, I just got these in. We need to shoot these. I, I got upload them or whatever. And I would, you know, do like three or four sh- uh, images and post them on Instagram for sale and have people contacting me through email at first. And then I got a website. But um, basically, it ended up slowing down maybe about two years ago. And, um, and from there, I just, I got overwhelmed with a lot. Like I was doing that and, uh, I'm like, like I said, I went to school for graphic art. So I got divided with, uh, designing t-shirts, spending money on t-shirts that not, that aren't selling as much because people are all trying to start their own thing at that time. Like, and, um, then wanting to do artwork for myself instead of just always trying to do something for other people, which was which I was chasing. If this item would sell, like, oh, this one might sell, this one might sell, instead of just doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm, I can get that. Yeah, and then um, so I was doing artwork for myself, and then doing uh, freelance graphic design. Like, I, like went back into doing that, like logos for other people in the middle of all that. And, um, so like, yeah, I started, so that's, and that was still kind of under three R brand. Um, so technically, you know, it's not really dead. It's just, I haven't gone back and done anything yeah. else with it. You just kind of shift the focus. I got you. Yeah. Basically that's what, that's what having the focus shift shifted. And, you know, it's just in another, another one, another realm right now. And I can come back to it. <clears throat> and, um, but yeah, like. I just shifted from there, started doing artwork, uh, just started doing other things. Like, like my life changed a little bit and I just started doing things for myself a little bit more. Uh, started from, you know, selling t-shirts to doing, you know, art shows and things like that, which my art base was, uh, um, I'm into anime a lot. So I can see that. Uh, yeah. So I would combine anime with street, with streetwear and, you know, combine that and, put my focus of things that I'm into and, you know, basically found out that a lot of other people liked it. And then they would ask me like, yo, you should do this character. You should do this character. And it was like, I was like, Oh, okay. So this is really a thing, you know? And, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. And then, um, yeah, so now I, I'm, I'm just, I have a little bit of me in there in, in everything I, I split up and, you know, I'll come back around, but it's, I'm doing a lot of different things at once. I'm just pretty much, uh, I don't even know how to call it, like people, you know, like scatterbrained or. Yeah, I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about there. Um, this whole podcast, like, I've been doing it for almost three years now, and this is the longest, I would say, hobby that I've been mm-hmm. doing consistently for as long as I can remember. 
I mean, I've always right. been a person to like, you know, find interest in multiple things, but never mm-hmm. really stuck to one thing to completion or, you know, fully committed to one thing because I was interested in so many other things. And I felt like if I put all my time into this one thing, you know, I'll be missing out on all this other stuff that I can be, you know, dipping my toe in and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, like, I definitely understand. Like back in the beginning when you was talking about, um, you know, people approached you to maybe, you know, you, you felt like somebody pushed you into the clothing thing rather than you finding it naturally or just, you know, they kind of baited you with the idea of like, hey, man, I mean, you can make money doing this and whatnot. And yeah, eventually you do and you can. But I mean, like you're saying, from me listening to you speak for the past couple of minutes or whatever, it's just like you wanted to do it, but not really do it. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was baited into it and like I didn't really want to do it. At that time, I didn't know anything about yeah. it as much. I didn't know as much as business yeah. was. So it was like, you know, uh, I mean, at some point in life in, with anything, you're going to have to jump out in the water, you know, yeah. and test it. And and with that process, like I was learning as I was going, which that's the part that was difficult, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> it was learning as I was going. And as far as like, you know, dealing with money and your business and it's like all right money there's a line is i don't have anybody else to help me with this um it's is figuring everything out on my own and like now you know from those years of doing that and uh you know still doing business for myself as far as like design like i'm still learning things on both sides so it's the ways that i, I could do it now that are better than what I, the way i started um so yeah, I wouldn't say I was baited and not fully in. Uh, I, w- I wasn't fully in. I was, a, you know, I was definitely afraid and not, yeah. not like I would never, I don't regret starting it. Yeah. Uh, I don't regret that, you know, I, I'm thankful for, you know, someone pushing me there because I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever would have took that leap if I didn't, you know, if I didn't start somewhere. So that just, you know, opened my eyes to like, all right, I can do something with this. I can do something like even with the this skeleton of starting something so now i'm not afraid to start somewhere else like okay yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can totally relate to that it was the fear of the unknown for me as well yep. you know yep. starting this podcast because i listened i listened look at look at me listen uh <laughs> sunny listen um mm-hmm. i used to listen to well i still do i listen to a lot of them you know and i enjoyed the conversation that the people were having it sounded like a, a group of friends just hanging out and you know just mm-hmm. bullshitting and i was like i, I can do that but, you know, it took me almost the better part of a year to actually set up and pull the trigger on actually putting my voice through a microphone and, you know, putting it out for the world to listen. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I believe a lot of fear with me was like, um, what would I talk about? And then, you know, if I put myself out there, you know, I mean, the whole world can hear this shit. I mean, I'm opening yeah. myself up to a lot of criticism and scrutiny and all kind of stuff like that. But I mean, I'm still here. Uh, one, yeah. <laughs> over 150 episodes, and you know mean that's, I, I that's a blessing right there. Yeah, I, I just don't feel like it's gonna slow down anytime soon. But back to your graphical design skills. I see your weapon mm-hmm. of choice here is Photoshop. Yeah, I use Photoshop. Uh, I'm a little bit of Illustrator, um, and I use um, Sketchbook Pro, which is a program on the um, iPad. Oh, uh, do you have the new iPad, the iPad Pro? I have the iPad Pro. 
uh, I'm not sure what year it is. Maybe like a 2016 model. Like, oh, I think so. I, I tell you what. I mean, I drew a lot when I was a kid. But I mean, I didn't like back to what I was saying earlier. I mean, I, I had so many interests in so many things. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. I never really stuck with the drawing aspect of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, now, you know, as an adult and everything, I because of the podcast, I, I look back toward um, drawing my own designs and graphic design and whatnot. Because I've been fucking, mm-hmm. with, I've been fucking with Photoshop since freaking what CS three. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've been playing around with it ever since then and everything so yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with it and I it's just been a shift from actually using a computer because I had good computers at the time but mm-hmm. from moving from place to place in the military and deployments and all kind of stuff it went okay. to crap and then getting a family you know you can't yeah. just go out and splurge on this high end computer anymore so I've just been you know piecemealing laptops together and using that so <laughs> that's not really conducive to the Photoshop program because I mean it yeah. uses up a lot of space and memory and everything so right. what I've been doing to facilitate my need to draw and um, illustrate is um, my, the new iPad Pro I got the one that they were selling for like one se- uh, 379 mm-hmm. that was compatible with the pencil I think like the 9.7 inch Yep. And um, I downloaded Adobe Draw. And okay. man, I was just like, this is fucking amazing. It's a few of them. Um, Sketchbook Pro gives you like a lot of different brushes and it's, and it's compatible with Photoshop. So it's mm-hmm. like you can um, you can take an image. And uh, so I, with uh, before... I, when I, well, once I started doing the anime images that I was doing before, it would take me like uh, take me a couple days to finish a piece, maybe sometimes a week, because mm-hmm. of all the time of going back and forth of drawing. I would draw it out on paper, yeah, and then scan it in, and then re you know connect lines and things like that, and then color it in and there, and so taking all of those things, it just took so much time and. Um, but I got the iPad and I could just do everything from there and then upload it into Photoshop and I could actually work. It's basically like working on Photoshop from your computer Yeah. because it also had, um, there's another thing called, um, Astro pad, which basically turns your iPad into a separate monitor. Oh shit. I'm about to download that right now. What you said that was <laughs> Astro pad. Right. It's life changing, man. It's, really, it's life changing. So it's like, so if you're working on Photoshop on your desktop or MacBook, whatever, any type of computer that you're on, um, you download AstroPad onto your iPad and onto your computer. And basically, it can connect wirelessly or it connects uh, with the USB. And um, when it connects, but it, it's definitely a cleaner, uh, faster <clears throat> connection with the uh, USB, mm-hmm. the lightning cable. And... Um, but yeah, you can, you know, draw with your pencil on the screen right there and it transfers it straight there. You you can see exactly what you're doing. Oh, shit. And I'm yeah, looking at it right now. I'm going to get that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, 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 it'll change it. It'll change everything if that's what you're doing, you know. And because, um, yeah, I started out doing, been drawing since I was in, I, I don't even know, maybe preschool. <laughs> and, I, and then I picked up... Um, 
I started doing uh, Illustrator and Photoshop in high school. So I was using uh, CS2. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then I just, you know, from there I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do this on the computer. And then that's when I decided to go into school with that as my major. So, you know, and then continue getting my pen, my uh, pencil and drawings better and, and then trying to balance both, which is rare nowadays, actually, because, yeah, there's a lot of people that are good in both sides. And then there's a lot of up and comers like they really just use Photoshop or Illustrator, but they don't really know the the basics of the pencil, which, yeah, you can do Photoshop and Illustrator without it. But yeah. It's something a little bit different. Like your creativity is there. Some people use it a little bit. Um, they go for the wow factors of like loud fonts and mm-hmm. a lot of effects. They start throwing all the effects on one thing at one time <laughs> yeah. instead of just you know <laughs> making something aesthetically pleasing. Like so, it's easier on the eyes. Like yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's so just learning all that stuff. You just you just catch it as you keep going. I'm I'm in a weird place right now because all I used to know was a desktop computer. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I um, started with when I was messing around with Photoshop and everything. It was a desktop computer. And then, um, you know, as laptops got a little more advanced and uh, high end, um, mm-hmm. they can handle Photoshop better. And, um, you know, yeah. that made the workload portable and everything. So I used to jostle back and forth between laptop and desktop, laptop and desktop. And then um, now, I mean, I do majority of my work on a laptop because mm-hmm. like how I was saying earlier, you know, you can't just go splurge on a nice ass desktop. But mm-hmm, right. then, you know, I found the iPad and the pencil and now is more what how much can I do on this iPad <laughs> vice sitting in front of the laptop <laughs> now? So Man, I, mean, it's, it's I would so rather more now. Yeah. I mean, I would rather have a desktop. But I mean, mm-hmm. given the 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 flexibility and everything of this tablet, man, it's just I can do video editing on this thing, which I have done. I can uh, mm-hmm. freaking they coming out with a full version of Photoshop for the tablets here pretty soon. Yeah. And then I've been using like um, Affinity uh, Photo and Affinity Designer, which is like pretty much like Photoshop and Illustrator uh-huh. and um, Procreate which is mm-hmm. freaking awesome. So I would start everything in Adobe Draw with like my line work and um my basic sketch. And then I would take it into Procreate because they all talk to each other. And I would just, yeah. that's where I would do my, um, my blending and everything like the, um, the freaking shadows and the highlights and the cheekbones and all the other yeah. crazy stuff in there. And that's actually the one I used. I said, I think I said Sketchbook Pro, but it's actually Procreate because I know that Sketchbook Pro is one too, but yeah, it's Procreate that I was using, not Sketchbook Pro. Yeah, Procreate yeah. is freaking crazy. Awesome. Yeah, because I mean, just like if somebody has jewelry on, they have like a special light brush that you can use mm-hmm. to give it like that bling and you know the mm-hmm. light sparkling off of it and everything. I was like, man, this is freaking amazing. So many textures, different brushes you can, and there's a lot of brushes and stuff you can upload into uh, Procreate. Like you can buy separate brushes. Like say that don't work on Photoshop, but you mm-hmm. can take your Photoshop file into Procreate and use those brushes there. See, I mean, that's why I'm more stuck on this tablet because all this stuff just fits right here. I just download yep. it from the app store. I throw a couple bucks at it and boom, yep. just <laughs> right there. Couple presses and it's all there. But um, what I've been missing 
from, you know, my desktop and everything is just, you know, I feel more comfortable doing Photoshop on their advice with the pen on the, mm-hmm. um, the tablet and everything. But I mean, I feel like it's just I need more practice because I haven't really done a Photoshop program. I mean, a mm-hmm. um, project in a long time. Um, it's just because I'm used to the keyboard, too. I love using the keyboard functions and all that stuff. But, you know, I can get a keyboard for this tablet, but them shits is one hundred and fifty nine dollars. <laughs> I, yeah, like, nah, that. I can't. I can't do that. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't work with the the keyboard and tablet. I just use my computer because I, I I actually work on. I use both. Like like if it's something you know as far as uh you know shading and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I'll use the pen. Yeah. And take it in appropriate. If it's like you know lining text up and um you know other smaller things like um lighting and things like that, I'll mess with on the keyboard and. Because I still love the keyboard shortcuts and yeah. things like that. And so I kind of jump around between both. And then it's just like a best of both worlds, pretty much. Yeah, because, I mean, you just introduced me to that <laughs> that Astro pad whenever I can get a desktop. I mean, I know I'm going to be volleyballing between the, both of these two things. Yeah, 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 you definitely will. I mean, from from way back when you was talking about, you know, you first started drawing and everything and we just already covered a whole bunch of changes in technology and, you know, the ease of use of a lot of stuff. I mean, uh-huh. how do you feel that's helped you creatively thus far? Um, you talking about as far as the technology, like changing? Yeah. Is, yeah. is that what you're saying? Yes. OK. Um, I'll say, you know. I don't, I honestly do not use pencil and paper as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, cause I had to, I was taking classes and stuff in school and, uh, college. And I was, that was probably the last time I was like really, really heavy with the pencil and my, you know, skill set was a lot stronger. And then, you know, after I graduated, I didn't draw as much. And I was just strictly using the computer and like doing simple things on there. And um, so that's kind of actually how I went back to doing the anime pieces by drawing mm. and transferring back to the computer to get my pen pencil back, you know, uh, yeah. getting that skill set back. But um, yeah, um, it makes everything a lot faster now than what I was doing before, like I said. And um, it's it just makes it um it's almost the like in a way you can make cuz you you can make everything almost is simulated to paper now yeah like they have they have different um screen protectors for iPads now like if you have the pen, pencil and like so the biggest thing for me which was annoying and you know hard to adjust at first which made me it was kind of discouraging about using the pencil on the ipad screen because the pencil just glides on yeah. that screen. it doesn't and, have like that rough feedback to yeah. It. yeah so and your lines would whatever you whatever direction that pencil going that mark is wavy that line is wavy mm-hmm. so in the beginning yeah i had to clean up the lines a lot like because i don't have a steady hand my hand yeah, shakes a little bit so um I ended up finding out about, just found out about it recently, actually, maybe a couple months ago. There's a, uh, like they have these matte screen protectors where it actually, um, the pencil doesn't move as much. So it's almost like using paper. Oh, like, shit. 
And then they do have one that's a little bit more rougher than that. I think it costs a little bit more, but they said that that one just wears the pencil uh, tip down. Yeah. But the uh, the one, I, I can't remember what it was, it's like tech armor, some type of, it's like a matte screen protector. But I got that and it changed. It made me start drawing a little bit more back on the <laughs> iPad again. And um, yeah, so, yeah, but there's still nothing like drawing on paper. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like feeling the pencil on paper. If you, you know, used to draw on paper, you're still going to love that. So, but as far as doing the digital art and transferring, it's a lot simpler, uh, 10 times faster to do those things. So I think, you know, as far as technology is going, it's moving in a more helpful way Mm -hmm. than um, hurtful. So it's it's just, you know, keeping up with the time and trying to adjust. And some things are better. Some things, you know, everyone has their ways of which ones work better for them. Now, um, what you was talking about uh, earlier, I, I kind of relate on a smaller level because I didn't do a lot of freelance stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. but I've, I've I've dealt with a lot of freelance-ish situations. Be like, mm-hmm. hey, man, um, I got this idea. Uh, could you, tr- could you, uh, you know, do this for me or, you know, give me an idea of what it looked like? And so you go into your, 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 your notepad or your freaking laptop or whatever you're using to come up with your idea and everything based on what they gave you and you just do like a rough rough sketch mm-hmm. or you know a design or whatever and you bring it to them and you be like man this shit is you know this is just a basic design I mean this is not and they'll be like oh dog that's tight that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted you know mm-hmm. and I'm just like I, I didn't even shade this shit in or nothing. <laughs> I mean it's just what's going on <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean how, how does that, you know, because you're an artist. And I mean, I can tell just by the way you're talking about things. It's just like, I mean, you have your own level of, you know, what you feel things should be. And then when mm-hmm. somebody kind of, I guess, lowball you, for lack of a better term, <laughs> you're just like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? Yeah, man. That, that, <laughs> the freelance thing, it, in the beginning, it's, you know, you start, I, well, for me, I started thinking of it as, all right, uh, it's all pay for me. Like, it was like, you know, because as far as T-shirts go, it's like, all right, you got to pay this much for the T-shirt. You got to pay the printer. You got to pay the ship. Boom, boom, boom. Graphic design is like, all right, this person gives you the money. And you just give them digital art. There's no money you have to put into it except for the products that you're using. Mm-hmm. But um, to what you're saying, as far as like dealing with the people uh yeah i I had i've had people come to me and say you know i want uh for example let's say someone said i want a burger with a king with with a crown on top like burger king or something right (laughs) and uh me i'll draw a whole burger and put a you know crown or something and then they're like no i want it more simple than that like (laughs) and, and they'll give me like their sketch and i'm like okay i can do this but it's like this is that what you really want and then so i'll give them that option and the other one and they'll still choose the simpler one or the other one and i'm like uh at first i was like but but you're going to show this and people are going and you're going to say that i did this but that doesn't even look like my work it looks <laughs> it looks like a lower grade of what i'm doing but it's like you know yeah you give people what they want and I do give people what they want. You have to give them, you have to tell them as long as you're communicating with them. That's the thing. That's the main thing is like mm-hmm. communicating with them. 
And, um, you know, so you're not overdoing work. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, sometimes they're like, no, that's, that's really, I wanted that. And, and you're like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. no, I, I, that's what I wanted. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's where it's, it's like, you don't want to be, you know, trying to read their mind about it. You want to just like get as clear of a picture as possible. Like I'll tell them, give me, if, if you know what you want, send me your images and references of what you want. And, uh, we can go from there. Like, Tell me exactly. Give me the specifics. So I'm not because the the main problem is they'll say I want a cat with a gun in his hand and blah, blah, blah. And you know, I want him to look like Garfield. You draw it. And then they're like, I was actually thinking Heathcliff. And it's like, <laughs> you told me Garfield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got your cats so, mixed up, damn it. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, as long as it, you just got to make them clarify. And then also, it's, you know, going into, like I said, learning from business. It's like, all right, well, you're going to keep changing. You're going to pay for these extra changes. Yeah. And you just start, you know, learning and adjusting to the business. The The biggest critic that I've had, you know, the one that I've dealt with the most in those situations that we just spoke about is my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So, because like, you know, you do stuff for you sometimes. You just, you know, you feel creative. You got something in your mind that you got to get out. So, I mean, you you work on it, you know, day in, day out or whatever till you get it the way you envisioned it in your mind. And, you know, I do that sometimes. I I take Mm -hmm. um, images of myself and superimpose them in, you know, different, you know, environments or whatever. I'm a wrestling fan. So I took um, a cover of a DVD that had Mm -hmm. uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Randy Orton on the front. You know, he was giving Mm -hmm. him a wrestling move. I photoshopped Randy Orton out and put me in his place and shit you know and I, I took a lot of time to do that shit and get it right the way I wanted it I'm, I'm actually laying out on the couch doing the move with a green tarp you know so I can green screen the shit out later <laughs> and everything and then um, my wife she writes so you know she'll have an idea for a story and she want me to build a freaking cover art for the book based around her idea Right. well a lot of the time she only have a rough idea and you know if somebody give you a piece of something I mean that's not really a, a lot to go on yep. so I try to put something together the best I can based mm-hmm. on what she gave me and she's like nah that's just not like it's not popping enough I mean I, I mean, what well, shit you just said it was a guy and a girl and they had a bad relationship I, what the fuck I'm supposed to do <laughs> yeah man that's, and that's where it's kind of like the criticism it, it, it gets it gets uh, it has a fine line because you start taking things personal. Yeah, and uh, you're like, hold on, man, I spent a lot of time on that, and you just you know shit on it. Mm-hmm. Like you just took your time and you just act like I just did this in ten minutes. No, I spent my time on this and da 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 da. And um, yeah, some people just don't understand. Like, and then the, also the other part is like. I know as far as your wife, yeah, you're doing that, you know, because that's your wife. Yeah. And as far as like dealing with someone that's paying, like paying for it and whatnot, like, and there it's, it's, it becomes a lot, man. They're just like, uh, they try to lowball you on payments. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, they're like, you tell them your price and they're like, really? It costs that much? They're like, but this person does. Don't tell me how much that, that person does. Do you go you see that motherfucker then? <laughs> yeah, you can go to that motherfucker. You can go waste his time. But you're not going to waste my, I know how much my time is worth. I know what all this is going to do. I know about, I prepare for the back and forth, the editing, 
the random thoughts of I don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? What do you mean? What should I do? What what should you do for this? Which one should you go for? It's not my business. This is your business. I'm giving you the options of what you asked for. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, man. <laughs> what, what was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. She can't. And it's, it's the opposite in uh, for us, too, as well. I mean, she get on me about that shit. She'd be like, well, you did that fly ass shit for you. You can't even get this shit right for me. But, um, she writes and everything. She does stories, and I'm like, "You should write a story about this." She mm-hmm. said, "You should write a story about this." She said, "Why don't you fucking write the story?" I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Well, fine, I'll do it myself." And I go get the Infinity Gauntlet, like Thanos mm-hmm. and shit, and do it myself. And then right. I don't finish it. And then I just go back to podcasting where I'm more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but, it goes like that sometimes. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's just I'm just. You know, I kind of feel the same way with anybody that's creative. I just like making my own shit. I don't want to rely on other people too much. Right. You know, so right. like, if I want something and, you know, if I if I can do it myself, I think, you know, especially that way, it's more cost effective on you if you're trying to run a business, exactly. too. So, exactly. Yeah. Try to cut all, them, all those corners as much as possible. Hell yeah. But I mean... I see, you know, I'm, I'm looking through your window here. Uh, that is what we call Instagram and whatnot. And man, you mm-hmm. do a lot of running. I, I, I can't uh, get behind that too much because I <laughs> I was forced to do it for 16 years in the military or whatever. But, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, well, crazy story. Like, um, I started running like uh, maybe like middle school. First time I joined the track team. And I, I thought I liked, you know, track and field so much. And um, and from track, I, I ran from middle school to high school. And my goal was to be a sprinter. And uh, so anything back then, you know, 800, 800 meters was two laps. And I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, once I got in college, I was still running. I just kept, I do like to run, you know, and it's just, you know, it's peaceful for me. It's like therapeutic. Um, it's calming. And I, I like the way I feel afterwards. And um, funny thing is, back before we had like the GPS trackers and stuff yeah. like that on our shoes and stuff like that. Nike had to run, before they had to run at, mm-hmm. uh, I was I was at my parents' house and I would run like on Saturday mornings in the summertime. I would run from their house to my old high school and back. I didn't know what the distance was. I'm thinking it's like a mile, you know. And uh, Nike came out with the Nike Run Plus, uh, yeah. Nike Plus, uh, the little, the little the, thing. Yeah, the yep. stick, stick in your shoe and shit. <laughs> yep. Put that in the shoe one day and downloaded the app and um, did the same thing. I ran to the school did a sprint or something around the track and ran back home. Got back home and looked at the thing and it told me I did three miles. Never had I done, ran three. I didn't think I was running three miles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. So from there, uh, I would just keep doing three miles and, and, you know, just running a little distance. And then I got bored with it. So I started, <laughs> you know, well, if I can do three miles, I think I can go a little bit further. I got, and I'm the type of person that I I get bored doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. 
So I have to change. I have to change it somehow, whether it's if I run one way, I'm going to run it backwards the next time. Like I run it a different route. I'll go, you know, find some way else to make it different for me. So my viewpoint is the same. I hate treadmills. Yeah, it's it's so annoying. It's the I, same. I hate I'm them shits too. <laughs> yeah, man, you're not going anywhere. Like I, I don't even understand. Like how people are like, oh, well, you you can do it in front of the TV. Like no, the TV's not going anywhere. It's still right in front of me. I'm still <laughs> it's still surrounded by the same things. But um, yeah. So I just started challenging myself, and then maybe like uh, somebody planted it. I, I feel like somebody planted it in my head a couple years ago. Uh, and said something about running a, you know, uh, a race or something. And I will always shoot it down. Like, oh, I don't want to run a race. I just run it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I just kept running one time and, um, I ended up getting up to like, uh, I just signed up for a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, maybe my first one was in usually 2016 or 2015, something like that. And, um, so I signed up for it. I had never ran 13 miles. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that time, the furthest I ran was maybe like five or six. And so from that point, I was like, all right, well, I know I got to, I know what I need to train for. I know what I need to get to. I need to get to 13 miles. And, uh, so I just kept running, just kept going. Like, uh, I went, like, I was running a lot of miles throughout the week, like maybe three or four times a week. And then at some point, it just clicked and it was just, my body was, wasn't getting tired as fast yeah. and um it just wanted more so i just kept going kept going further and in the middle of me training for 13 miles i think i ended up doing like 15 as the furthest and um yeah i ran the first uh they had this race out here called the shamrock and um it was my first time running it the weather was terrible <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, 38 degrees in March, and it was raining. And uh, But, you know, I did well with it. And then from that point, I just kept going further. And I got, I did up to, I think the furthest I got was, tw- I did 21. I did 21 miles. Uh, I want to say it was like the end of 2017 going into next year, uh, to this year. It was 2017. And, but... Um, I ended up hurting myself and like, uh, cause I was going to go do, try to do a full. And that's why you don't run. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up hurting myself yeah. and, uh, yeah, didn't get to that full, but also it was because I wasn't doing anything. I don't, I didn't do a whole lot of like, I don't do bench press. I don't do yeah. like heavy machines and stuff like that. And, um, I wasn't, I wasn't strengthening my body. I was just doing a, a whole lot of running. So I was losing a lot of weight and just getting skinny. So my bones weren't, you know, as strong as they were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I ended up having to take like three months off. And then after that, basically it was recovery. And now, yeah, now I'm in the world of you know, kickboxing and stuff like that. So yeah. it just ended up being another gym of strengthening. I had to find another form of cardio to strengthen my body. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, running is like, um, so one of my favorite pastimes is just something I'm really passionate about. I don't think I'll ever get tired of it until, you know, my body just says, you know, Hey, you need to chill out. Yeah. See, I'm looking through, um, 
your post here as far as your mm-hmm. um your run times and everything. You were speaking earlier how you get bored of her, you know, you run backwards sometimes. Uh, it looks like you're going up hills and doing all kind of other mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh, you can definitely tell when you get bored because I, I can see your three mile, you know, being low probably around 18, 19 minutes, which is, mm-hmm. um, for us, a perfect score of 300 on our PFT is, um, freaking is, a uh, 20 pull ups, a mm-hmm. uh, hundred crunches and 18 minutes on a three mile run. Mm. So I know right around 18, 19 minutes is probably, you know, for somebody that's in really good shape is, you know, good for a three mile. And that's what you're hovering around, you know, on on the day you're not bored from what I can see from <laughs> what you post on here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, man, I'm looking at your, um, your half marathon run too. And that was like a hour and 47 minutes. That's damn good too. Yeah, man, that was, well, I think the, yeah, the first one I think was an hour and 47. I think the, well, no, the one I'm looking at right now is a a hour and 36 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, I I don't, I don't know. Like, and then I, yeah, those times do stick with me because I'll remember what, what I did. And so. Yeah, the one for uh, um an hour thirty six, you actually got medals for that one, and then the one for an hour forty seven is um a different one. It's just I think you just did that one for fun. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably that might have been. It's probably within a week of each other, so I think yeah. that was probably the last one I ran right before the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you on the race with the, the ones with the medals, you shit about a good ten minutes off the time. Yeah. Yeah, man. And that's the other thing. It's like when you're running with yourself, it's nothing but you. It's like you're you're your own competition. So and, you know, that's the other thing. I'm pretty competitive when it comes to sports. And uh, as much as I would like to to run past everybody, I know that that's not physically possible oh, because it's people. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what. See, you talking about this half marathon. I'm looking at your st- your stats here and everything. I ran uh-huh. a half mar- marathon once, and I was I was goaded into it. I was baited into it, and it wasn't uh-huh. so much like somebody was actively you know pushing me to do it. It's mm-hmm. like I couldn't let that shit slide because <laughs> somebody, you know, we were the same rank, you know, both in leadership positions, but. Mm-hmm. I did more work. I put in the time after I was, you know, to train and do other stuff besides, you know, the normal workload of the day. Right. And this dude did like the normal workload of the day and just kind of vegged out. And, you know, he was a chubby motherfucker and everything. <laughs> and he's like, man, I'm going to go run the half marathon on such and such a day. And I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> I had no intention <laughs> of running that motherfucker. But if his big ass was out there going to run it, I know I had to be out there to go run it. So, that's mm-hmm. the, so I mean, I, same thing, man. I, I was always doing the prep, you know, running three miles, five miles. I think the most that I ran before the actual race was like eight or nine miles or whatever. And then I had people with me. So it's like when you have somebody that's not on the level as you physically, mm-hmm. you know, it's easier to like, I think, to handle a run. So like I know I can do at the time I, I could do a three mile run. And anywhere between 1830 to 1930 within that window. Mm-hmm. And um, there was other people who couldn't do that. So, like, I'm 
jetting off and then you know i find myself slowing my pace down so i can go back and round up with them and you know kind of keep pace with them then i take off again then i come back you know when you're doing that i mean you're actually you know getting a little bit of rest in between because you running with somebody else you you, you got an anchor holding you back a little bit but damn like you were saying man i got up there i got on the line they shot the gun bow took off and you know I, I did some 5k's in between to you know to prep myself but you know mm-hmm. we get to the half marathon I'm I'm running first of all first fuck up this is how they bamboozled us instead of being 13.1 it wind up being 14 something because they oh. didn't have the staff out there at the first fucking turn point to tell us to turn so we ran further than what we needed to run <laughs> wow so took off yeah, not cool and you know I'm running and like you said, man, you, you're feeling good. He was like, my, I, I got this. No problem. No problem. So around nine and a half, you know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a couple miles before the turnaround to come back. Mm-hmm. I could start feeling the blisters forming on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, um, yep. you know, you start to get the shakes and, the, you know, freaking mm-hmm. your lats start freaking getting heavy and everything from moving your arms back and forth. I was just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wasn't even at the halfway point yet. And I was just, I'm running, I'm running. And what was killing me about this whole thing, the dude that came in first and the dude that came in second, two old ass dudes. One was like mm-hmm. an old colonel, looked like he was on the verge of retiring. Mm-hmm. And then it was, a. I never forget this. We in Afghanistan, dude. Mm-hmm. Summertime. This dude oh, is out there in the desert running a half marathon for charity, which I, I'll add that, in a full <laughs> Batman outfit. Oh, that's that's disrespectful. Cow, cape, and everything. Wow. Running half marathon. He was like one of the second people to come in. And he, and he looked like a superhero. He was just hauling ass, cape flapping in the wind and everything. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, I'm, I make it to the halfway. They spray me with the water hose and shit. Mm-hmm. And then I'm coming back. I can feel the blisters getting bigger. <laughs> Body starting to get tired and everything. And then there, I think there was like an actual stretch in there where I walked it for a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, once I got my wind back, you know, I, I was hauling ass. And, it, you know, it was better mentally for me because we ran extra on the way out. So I knew I didn't have to run that extra on the way in. Got you. And then um, I get in, um, do my cool down circle and shit. Came mm-hmm. in, I think, at uh, two hours and 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I felt good because, I mean, that was good for me. i never done anything like that before. You know, I knew the limits of my body just then in that moment. But right. I beat that big motherfucker that's, <laughs> that goaded me into this shit. Hey, so, man. I mean, I didn't that's care about nobody else. Yeah, I didn't care about nobody else but him. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Like, and, and those, you got you to gotta focus on one person. Like, you got to focus on one person that's going, like, somewhere around where you at because you start looking at people that's, like, way up a front trying to catch them. You might catch them, right, because they're already going fast. But then it's the person that's coming up behind you that you weren't thinking about. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, you know, they're going with your pace. And then because, yeah, somewhere in there you're going to find somebody that's, like, takes a little a little minute to find, find your range and, uh, because uh, the first one, the one I said where I ran, yeah, like in a cold rain, mm-hmm. there was a guy, he ran in a, I think it was a police officer or something, and he had a white, he ran in a white shirt with some black text on the back. 
as long as I saw him, I knew I was good. I was like, all right, we we are somewhere in the same area, so I'm good with you. And then, like, you know, you start running past, like, uh, older women and some older men, and you're like, all right, man, I'm not losing to y'all. But then you start realizing that they're running so fast because they're not about to run this full 13. They, you see them pull off to the side, and then it's like a relay or something, and they swap out. And now you piss because you just <laughs> trying to run with this person, and they swapping out anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just so that first one got the kinks out. The, the other ones, I, now I know what to do. I got to stay my pace and, um, you know, just focus on it, focus on where, what I'm trying to be at and, and, uh, check my time every now and then if that's where I'm at. And sometimes it's like, all right, well, I think I can beat this time. And I also try to listen to my body and it's like, all right. You got a little bit more in the tank, and then it's like, all right, no, you you might need to slow it down some because mm. these people are not playing. They're they're going a little bit faster than what you usually go. Yeah, because I mean, there's the ones that are so freaking deceiving. It's just like, yeah, like you get that pace guy up there. He's like, all right, I see him up there in that white shirt. Then you mm. get alongside of him. Then all of a sudden, pew, they gone. Yeah, it's like, damn. <laughs> it's, it's always one. It's always one like that. And I hate them. Every last yep. one of them. <laughs> like you'll see them and you try to pick it up and then they try to pick it up too. And they just got a little more gas in the tank. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, what I usually ask of uh, people I, I get on the show or whatever. I mean, I, obviously you have some uh, things in the, in your head that you're um, trying to express create, creatively, you know, here or whatever. But um, where would you like to be in the next two to five years or whether it be with your brand or your artwork or whatever it is you're doing um well as as of right now um currently um i'm actually working to get a uh, be a certified uh personal trainer um so that's another new venture that i'm going for so in the next you know two to five years uh Hopefully, I'll have my own gym. Um, as of next year, I like I'm probably going to start doing, uh, you know, accepting clients for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do want to continue to do um, freelance, somewhat, maybe not as much, but uh, I want to get back into um, doing artwork for myself again. Uh, just do better things for myself and just take care and, and you know, whatever keeps him, keeps peace. I just want to keep bringing that. For sure. All right, man. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wind it down right here. But before okay. we go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Zachzilla 3R. Z-A-C-H-Z-I-L-L-A. The number three, the letter R. And that's on Twitter and um, Instagram. And um, also, I'm working on a website for myself. I need to update it. But it's uh, ZachZilla.co. And um, I will be adding prints from artwork and hopefully some merch and things like that to that as well. For sure. Man, it was a pleasure to get you on here. I just followed you on Twitter. And um, 
it's good to pick your brain, man, and just sit down and chat with you for a little bit. I mean, and as with every guest that's been on this show, um, the door is open for you to come back for whatever reason, whether it's to promote your your new gym, you know, promoting your new gym, your, your new brand of art and clothing or whatever the case may be. You have the opportunity anytime to, you know, just hit me up and we'll get on the show and chat about it, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. I appreciate you reaching out. And that was my man, Zach from Zachzilla Designs. You can follow him on Instagram and um, solicit some of his services. He does some good art and, you know, beyond other things. But um, it just goes to show you from um, the time that we spoke together or whatever, how, you know, what you envision for yourself, you know, may not end up the way you've always thought it would be. You know, he started down one path and ended up somewhere else. And um, I think it's a lot to do with progression, you know, learning what uh, you're actually doing and um, exploring your creative potential, I would say. And um, anybody that does creative things, whether it be podcasting, drawing, uh, filmmaking, whatever it is, if you put your all into it, you know, you'll find that you'll get fulfillment out of it and you'll also find other things within the thing that you love that you may you know stumble upon as well so um if you're out there and you know i said it on i think the last episode if you have an interest in something right now go ahead and try to pursue it so i mean you never know where it'll take you i mean you don't have to go full bore just uh baby steps you know whether it's creative writing just you know write a sentence or two every day or every other day write a paragraph write a page worth you know just do a little bit out of a, of a time you know and just see where it takes you that's all i'm saying i mean never keep it contained within your mind you know actualize it bring it out into the world and uh see how you can shape and mold it into something so i mean Good example is um what those good brothers and sisters are doing over there on over there at um re, re, ah, I can't talk <laughs> uh Attic Radio over there the Rant with Ant brand and everything and that is truly a brand. I see those guys represent and girls representing um their thing everywhere they go. Uh where they be live events, uh their new social media platforms that they provide to you on uh Facebook YouTube and um, their website, Russell Attic, or uh, rantwinant.com via Russell Attic. Uh, shit, I'm fucking up all the stuff. Just go look up the Rant Winant and you'll find everything that I'm trying to explain to you, goddammit. <laughs> uh, shit, it's 2019, people. So, those of you who subscribe to the yearly resolution, um, I hope you're keeping up with it and it takes you on through to the next year. And what I'm continually going to tell you is don't make resolutions. Try to be a better person every day. Try to be better in certain areas of your life every day. Don't just wait till the last minute or a new year all around and you're like, oh, I'm going to try it this year. Oh, I'm going to try it this year. Nah, do that shit today. Do it now. Do it now. What are you waiting for? Do it now. <laughs> As always, you can find me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. 
If you want to talk professional wrestling in any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. This show also has a Twitter account. You can follow it on Twitter at 3R Show. And you can follow many of the other different podcasts that reside on randomrobcast.com, like the show me and my wife have, The Real Robin Sister, where you get a peek uh, into the personal life of me and my wife and how our relationship came to be and how we got here uh, almost 10, 11 years later. So you can follow that show on Twitter and Instagram at The Real Robinsons. That's D A Real. Robinsons and I'm about to record um, some uh, episode of uh, Wrestling is Trash is a professional wrestling podcast that I do to where you know we just talk about professional wrestling I mean we may talk about rumors we may cover a pay-per-view or some significant wrestling event that may have came on the air I know I might have said it in the first couple episodes of Wrestling is Trash that it's not going to be a review show but when you talk about professional wrestling, it is going to be a review. So, you know, my takes have changed within the year. So, you know, I started it in late 2018, a couple months ago, and here it is, 2019. See, that's that evolution that I was telling you about. You start something and it, you envision it being one thing and then wind up shaping and molding into something else. So we're going to be talking about probably Wrestle Kingdom or uh, something like that here when we about to record in a couple minutes and you can follow wrestling is trash on twitter at wrestling b trash and you can find all the show episodes on wrestling is trash.com speaking of websites you can go to randomrobcast.com and find many different ways that you can help support the show help it grow uh, whether it be in using amazon links or donating equipment to the show um, via my Amazon wish list. You can buy merchandise through my merch store on wehavemerch.com. The links are on randomrobcast.com. And you can be a patron to the show, just like many others who support the Random Rounds of Rob monetarily each month for as little as $1. And uh, you get a whole bunch of cool incentives and everything. So I would appreciate you if you tried those options that are available to you on randomrobcast.com but but hear me out the most important way the free way that you can support this show and any other podcast that you listen to is by liking subscribing retweeting being interactive with the show and writing those five star reviews hey even if you put a four star below put them shits in there and if you got anything four stars or lower give us some constructive criticism give us some feedback let us know what we can do to help improve the show or give us the opportunity to ignore you entirely and hoard all those goddamn reviews to ourselves <laughs> oh yeah so um stay tuned for some new episodes i got some um, interesting people coming up and if you heard however random that i found the guests for this episode is just the same way for the up-and-coming guests are that are to follow so uh thank you for joining me this edition and i'll see you next time